live from the foothills of the Blue Ridge Mountains. Welcome to the Eggman Radio Addiction. And now stepping up to the microphone, the living radio legend, the Eggman, Ron James. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Eggman Radio Addiction Program. We are, uh, uh, you know, we're, we're trying to get um, the head in the game. i got to make a big, uh, I mean, I say a big dinner. It's really not that big deal. Though. Making dinner for my uh, daughter tonight, coming over. And, uh, it's always a, a fun time. I love cooking for uh, my girls, my wife and my daughter. And uh, nice to have your food appreciated. Going to make... Um, Burrito of the Angels, a little recipe that I got from uh, down in South Florida, a great restaurant called Baja Cafe in Deerfield Beach, Florida. If you ever are that way, definitely stop in there, get the uh, Burrito of the Angels, <laughs> check out all the drinks. It's all it's a, it's a great place. Um, they have uh, an unbelievable uh, menu of Mexican cuisine. And uh, I've been a patron of that place for like 30 years. That's how much I like it. And we were down in Florida. It was a a weekly trip. In fact, the wife and I went straight there. We literally got off a plane once from a vacation in Mexico for two weeks. And we got off the plane. And we drove straight to Baja Cafe from the airport (laughs) in Deerfield. I mean, it's like because in Mexico, Mexican food is kind of... It, you know, first up, it's very different, very traditional, but it's not that there's not that much of it. There's just a lot of other food there for all the tourists from everywhere. You know, you got plenty of McDonald's in Mexico. We'll just uh, uh, leave it at that, right? All right, what's the date? Let's uh, focus in on the show. Uh, <laughs> oh man, oh man, you don't even know what the date is. I didn't know what day it was. I mean, it's like for a while. I'm sitting here, you know, prepping for the show, and then finally, right at the end, I go, oh, oh, oh man, what the hell is today? What's the month? Oh, what's it? <laughs> so, October uh, 5th, October 5th, 2022, went to the grocery store this morning, got all the goods for my food. As soon as I get off the air, firing up the kitchen, and I'm going to become Chef Ron James, Chef Eggman Ron James. And uh, get some food done. Yeah, it's going to be delicious. Can't wait. The chick, the burrito of the angels is a, uh, it's kind of a fajita type chicken that I cook in a, uh, the way I do it is, I'm not quite sure how the restaurant does it. I just kind of went by how it tastes and what I thought would be close as I can get it. And through the years, I've refined it. And everybody tells me it's really close, if not even better than uh, the restaurant. So it's a tomatillo peppers, lots of red peppers and yellow peppers too. But the dominant is tomatillo peppers and lime. That's your dominant kind of sautéed flavor in the chicken. Goes inside a flour shell, and you put all kinds of good Mexican cheese over the top of the flour shell with all the goosh inside it, and uh, you bake it until it's nice and browned on top. And you're just making really big, giant enchiladas, is what they are, but with flour instead of corn tortilla. God, am I bored you to death yet, or what? <laughs> so we're live from Winston Salem, North Carolina, in the foothills of the Blue Ridge Mountains. The uh, Piedmont Triad is uh, where that is. If you uh, look on your map and you look down into the uh, the valleys of the Blue Ridge, way on down there, takes you right to it. 
Eggman Radio Addiction is the first 100% off-grid, solar-powered radio show on the planet. And uh, I am your host, the living radio legend, Eggman Ronnie James. And uh, yeah, we're totally independent of Duke Power Company. The uh, off-grid broadcast, I try to do a satirical, twisted look at today's hot topics and stupid stuff, which there's plenty of that. I always say, warning, warning, current topics are difficult to make funny, and this host may at any time say something distasteful, inaccurate, or stupid. (laughs) Email radioaddiction at mail.com. Radioaddiction at mail.com. You are listening to me probably on iTunes, Spotify, Blueberry, uh, one of those many, many things. Uh, What is it? Podcast Addict. I see. That's pretty cool. They really update fast over there, man. As soon as I put a show up, man, it's bam, it's right there. It's on Podcast Addict. So all over the world, baby. That's what it sounds. Today, uh, title of the show, after we get to to the weather real quick, just a synopsis, uh, will Tony Bobolinsky's new Joe and Hunter Biden bombshell wake up left media? Now, I'm not sure that's all going to fit in the title slot for the uh, input for the whole thing. You have to upload a show. So, um, man, it's going to be a beautiful second half of the week. We're going to be able to enjoy a slow warming into the 70s by the end of the work week. And that, that, that sounded really good, right? A couple of cold fronts are forecast across the Piedmont Friday night and early Saturday morning. The air mass over North Carolina is going to be so dry that the front isn't expected to uh, squeeze out a drop of rain. There won't be any rain from the cold front. It will, however, bring partly cloudy skies for Saturday morning and snow. No, no, no. <laughs> I'm kidding. God, panic. Snow. I didn't get my tires chained on my truck yet. Da, 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 da. Partly cloudy for a Saturday coming up on the weekend. And uh, what's going on tomorrow? I've kind of got ahead of myself here. Do, 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 do. Today, the highs in the low 70s. That's uh, Today is Wednesday. It'll stay sunny tomorrow, uh, most of Friday as well. And the highs are expected to warm to the mid-70s for the work week. At the end of the work week, that's looking good, man. It's looking good. Monday and Tuesday next week, temperatures are going to warm back to the uh, upper 60s under sunny skies. So that's looking good, too. Man, Chamber of Commerce weather is what we call that down in Florida. So, yes, Tony Bobolinsky, a former business associate of Hunter Biden, He believes Joe Biden served as the chairman to his son's overseas business dealings. Tony is a retired U.S. uh, Navy officer, retired lieutenant, the CEO of Senahawk Holding, a partnership between a major Chinese energy company and President Joe Biden as chairman of the board. And Hunter Biden is CEO, huh? How coincidental. We'll be back. Forbes magazine selected Corona Cigar Company as the best of the web. And Cigar Aficionado magazine described Corona Cigar Company as the largest best stock cigar shops in America. Here's the founder of Corona Cigar Company, Jeff Borsowitz. We created Corona Cigar Company's retail stores and cigar bars so you and your friends could relax and enjoy the ultimate cigar experience. And we've created our website so you can shop online as well. 
It's easy to remember, coronacigar.com. We feature thousands of name brand cigars and accessories at discount prices. Check out our exclusive line of cigars, including Avo Lounge, CAOS Caparate, Cielo, Florida Cielo, Cost Cutter Bundles, Ranchero, and Corona Nicaraguan cigars, just to name a few. And your satisfaction is guaranteed or your money back. Be sure and join our email list for the latest cigar deals and event info. It's the best spam on the web. So save time and money and visit Corona Cigar. All right, all right, all right, all right. Welcome back, Eggman Radio Addiction Program. All right, uh, let's get to it, man. Tony Bobolinsky, a former business associate of Hunter Biden, believes Joe Biden essentially served as the chairman and a figurehead to his son's overseas business dealings. Now, I think if you really, um, if you want to be, you know, you want to believe this story, it's pretty believable, okay? And I believe it. I totally believe it. I mean, it's, there's no reason for this guy. You know, and you can't even, you know, what's funny is you can't take the time to explain this to any any Trump deranged syndrome, um, Trump hating morons. You just can't explain it because as soon as you even mention Tony Bobolinsky or anything about this story, their eyes roll back in their head and they start going, bah, bah, bah. you know, going around in circles and, and lying on their back and slamming their feet and hands to the ground like a little baby. It's like, <laughs> You know, you cannot mention this. They, they, the true Trump deranged syndrome uh, morons are, they're just like programmed that way. They, they, it's like something, they got a chip or something in their brain. And as soon as you even say Trump or anything like about this story or anything about Hunter, it's just like, it, it, it's just they, they literally turn and run. I mean, because they can't handle it. Their, their brains are going to explode. And you know somebody like that. I'm sure you do, because I know I do. Bob Alinsky, and it, you know, and it, of course, they are trying to derail this guy. They're trying to uh, cancel culture his ass. I mean, you, you, once you come out like this, man, especially this situation, because then now you also have the power of the presidency coming after you. You know, you're going after a president, a sitting president of the United States. And uh, so Bob Alinsky is not just a, any anybody, okay? This guy, a retired lieutenant in the U.S. Navy, okay? I mean, the Navy's tough, man. Come on. And he's the uh, former CEO of a company that was called Sinohawk. Sinohawk Holdings. And I know you're not going to get this information hardly anywhere. So that's why I'm doing this. So the only place you might get it is on Fox, and you'll get it there. But it's... You know, it's it's a news station. They they still you leave stuff out and, and don't get it in detail and don't throw their opinions in like they should, which I'm gonna do. All right, so Bobolinsky, he's saying that okay, and he like I said, the CEO of the Sinohawk Holdings. All right, let me get back to that. Which, you know, what his claim is now, his recent claim, that there was a partnership between a Chinese energy firm and the Biden family. And during the interview, he said that Joe Biden was basically the chairman of the board of this this company. I mean, and in Tucker, I mean, uh, Tucker, 
Hunter, Hunter Biden was the CEO and drug runner. I mean, uh, CEO and, um, you know, very busy with the prostitutes. But I mean, what were they selling? See, that's the problem, man. It's called influence peddling at its basic raw form. And it's being covered up by the left. It's being covered up by the Democrats. It's being covered up by any politician that's not talking about it. It's being covered up by anybody in the news media that's not reporting this story in particular. Because this story goes all the way back to the election. If you remember, this story, the one about the Hunter Biden laptop and the Tony Bobolinsky stuff was all completely smashed and covered and, and not covered, I mean, but destroyed and, and crushed and hidden from the public with Facebook, Google, YouTube. All these channels were all in cahoots and they're still doing it right now. In fact, it'll be interesting to see when I post this. I'll probably get one of these new things from Facebook about going through a political cycle and we're going to start being more careful about our content, which is just a way of saying we're going to control what you say if we don't like it. We're going to control what you say. That's what's going on, man. And where does that come from? Yeah, can you say communism? Can you say Hitler? I mean, that's what this comes from. That's the mentality of this behavior that you're getting from the left-wing crazy people. And uh, it's, you know, and it's, there's like so much in this, okay? There's so much in this and it's so damaging and damning to the president it, that, you know, even somebody like me who can't stand Joe Biden and knows he's a corrupt piece of crap, you know, you don't want the country, the country to falter and do stupid things because the president is preoccupied with possibly spending his last couple of months of life in prison. And it's the same what they're trying to do with Trump. It's the same thing. They're doing both on both sides. You know, they're denying and hiding what's happening to the Bidens, but they're giving you everything on what's happening to Trump. Because the elimination of Trump is the key to all of this. All of this. You know, um, and Joe Biden came right out and he said he had no knowledge of his family's business dealings. Well, Bob Alinsky says that's just not true. He personally handled these deals for the Biden family and knew exactly what was going on. And he says that Joe Biden was 100% involved and was the chairman of the board. Acted as the chairman of the board. Uh-huh. And Hunter Biden, Bobolinsky said, is this guy is just strictly... And um, he's funneled over $5 million into a company that he owned. And that's just recent, you know, and that's just one of the companies. We get back, man, we, we got more to talk about. Pamela Anderson in the news, yeah. Radioaddiction at mail.com. Radioaddiction at mail.com. Hit me up. Call me a jackass. I don't care. Don't touch this. We'll be back. Keep your hands off. I'll you. November 1802. 
John Jameson found himself stranded in the unforgiving forest of Karna with an injured horse, a cart of his famous whiskey, and a pack of wolves even less forgiving than the aforementioned forest. Smoke billowed from the beast's nostrils as they closed in. Jameson was reluctant, but with his whiskey threatened, he had no choice. He took his dagger and plunged it right into a Kilkenny apple, using the slices to train that pack of wolves into a world-class dog sled team. The whiskey was saved, his horse recovered nicely, and Jameson even made it home in time for a lamb dinner. Where have you been? Your dinner's cold. But just as he feared, his wife saw the wolves and insisted they keep them. Old Jameson could be seen walking those wolves around Dublin for the rest of his days. Even though she promised they'd be her responsibility. Today's adventure brought to you by Jameson Irish Whiskey. Taste above all else. Taste responsibly. 40% alcohol by volume. Imported by the John Jameson Import Company. Purchased New York. Yeah, doesn't like the radio with a Jameson whiskey in your hand, right? No, can't do that in the corporate world of radio. Trust me, I know. <laughs> Tell you get fired from a warning shout. <laughs> All right, uh, FBI got a tip about uh, Oath Keepers. Okay, now if you're up on all this stuff, which I'm, most of my listeners, I'm sure, are, who the Oath Keepers are. And what they do, and um, anyways, they're saying that the FBI got a tip from the Oath Keepers about November, I mean, in November of 2020, about the January 6th riot and um, what they say is an attack on the White House. Oath Keepers leader is a guy named Stuart Rhodes, and um, he told his parliamentary group to get ready to fight for President Donald Trump and to fight in the streets of Washington. There was a guy recording all this stuff, a secret uh, listener recording all this stuff. And he shared this stuff with the law enforcement. Now, Right off the bat, the story first of you know, the best one I could find was from MSN, which is a communist bunch of bullshit. But I can still give you the story and then I can tell you where they are trying to trick you and uh, where they're throwing in their personal uh, political bias and what they're trying to accomplish. First off, when he says, to get ready to fight for President Donald Trump, first off, in a court of law, if you say that, that does not mean that you're proposing some kind of violent act, okay? It's a term of speech. And not that that's not what he was saying. I, you know, I'm not saying that that's not the case. I'm just saying it's weak in a court of law, and they're trying to make that into a statement that is completely solid, and it's not. I mean, you have to be more specific about that. You've got to ask this guy, okay, we heard you saying... This is in court how this would play out. We heard you saying to get ready to fight for President Donald Trump. And he's going to, of course, say, 
And, he, and it may be true that, no, that was just a metaphor. We, we, you know, I had no idea that they were going to get out of control and do the things they did. That was a offshoot of people that just uh, got you know, wrapped up in something crazy. And I don't, you know, that. That's where you would go with that. So it's weak at best. When that tip got sent to the FBI... That was back on November 25th, 2020. It was apparently ignored by the FBI. Why would that be ignored by the FBI? And do you really believe it was ignored by the FBI? And who's lying here? I mean, has it gotten to where the FBI... The FBI is the whole deal, and they are lying on a regular basis, that that's what this is really about, that the FBI has become corrupt and ruined. And that's a major, major part of the government. You know, the FBI, and throw the IRS and the DOJ in there, Department of Justice, Internal Revenue Service. What's going on there, you know? What's happening there? What's happening? Does it look like communism? Socialism on the rise to a communist term of government in this country. Man, oh man. But anyways, yeah, this um, it was ignored by this uh, special agent, Michael Palian. He said that in the second day of his testimony at the uh, Senate subcommittee. And... Um, he said that he only knew about this in March of 2021, after the January 6th. He was uh, uh, reset, was resent to him, and he was not aware of anyone reaching out to this guy earlier. So he lied, or he's saying that this guy's lying. And now the FBI is declining to comment on the testimony of this federal law enforcement official. But now local law enforcement's coming out and saying that they received an avalanche of tips all over the place. And I would imagine that that's something that probably happens all the time, right? All, you know, no matter when it is, wouldn't you think there's just a bunch of freaking weirdos out there all the time, you know, making these calls to 911 and, you know, space aliens are taking over the state. I need help now. I'm going to go and do something terrible, you know, and to the president or to this or to that. It happens every day, you know. Now, of course, they would have that information. And, of course, it would probably be taken as, uh, yeah, you know, just a small group. What are they really going to do? Right. Da, 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 da. So I don't know about this story, man. You know, it's, 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 it's one of those stories, man. It's, like, hard to even comprehend and take it in because, you know, you want to be faithful to the United States of America and all of its divisions and operations and things we do. But And we knew this was going down this road. I mean, all forms of democracy lead to some kind of socialism slash communism. That's kind of a, um, um, a take on... Uh, 
great uh, philosophers, man. You hear it all the time. Stepping stones to communism. We'll be back. Oh, the Indian takeaway. Overordering is never a mistake. You've got to have prawn puri and a taco dal and a garlic naan. But what if I go hungry? Mm, better get a Rogan Josh in as well. The delivery arrives. It's £93.48, though. You stare in awe at the creaking stack of metal tins. Looks like curry for breakfast again. Magic! You crack open a bottle of ice-cold Cobra with a smile. <laughs> cobra. Brewed with less fizz to go perfectly with curry. Love curry. Love Cobra. When you came in And every shadow filled up with doubt I don't know who you think you are But before the night is through I want to do bad things with you Welcome back, Eggman Radio Addiction Program. Pamela Anderson says that her raw, unpolished new book is about her messy life. And um, a nice picture of Pam there, looking pretty damn good for uh, 56 years old. She's always been a little slutty around the edges, but that's some of her good points. (laughs) Pamela has received, uh, revealed that the uh, cover of her forthcoming memoir... And uh, she's opening up about its raw, unpolished content. Uh, didn't I see that book, her opening up? I mean, that, uh, that, that, that video? <laughs> the former Playboy model's book, Love, Pamela, is set to be released on the uh, 31st of January. So get yourself ready. Write it down. I will be trying to get an interview with Pamela. I've met her before with Tommy. And um, so I'll give that a try for y'all. And uh, she said that within its pages are the chronicles of just one girl's messy life, adding that it's a celebration of imperfections. (laughs) You know, she definitely comes under that uh, category of, um, like, you want to say sexy ugly, but, but it's not fair because she's not ugly. So I guess the ugly part, just just flat out sexy, right? It's not it. I mean, you know, no matter how you look, I mean, okay, slutty, but sexy. And, you know, every guy, of course, wants their woman to be an angel in public and a slut in the bedroom. We know that. The book's cover, revealed exclusively by the publication, shows a black and white photograph of Pam Anderson with her blonde hair swept back, wearing thick black eyeliner, and she's completely nude. No, just kidding. She's not nude. See, I had to ruin it, right? That was, like, serious, and uh, I, I, I should have been serious, right? That's just not right. I'm not right. I don't know what to tell you. So uh, get a copy of Pam's book. Email is radioaddiction at mail.com. Remember, do not dwell on the past. Do not dream of the future. Concentrate your mind on the present moment. One love all. Eggman over and out. That wraps up another Eggman Radio Addiction. See ya.